All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Course Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. What's up, y'all? Last week on Questlove Supreme, Greg Fillingaines took us on a journey through his career from auditioning for Stevie Wonder's band, fresh out of high school, to working with the Jacksons during the Destiny and Triumph years. And when we left Greg, he was telling us how he got Jack for his writer's credit for 10% of the publishing royalties for Michael Jackson's Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. And uh, he also said there was a Quincy Jones version of that story, too. So here's part two of the uh, special, Greg Gaines edition of Questlove Supreme. Here we go. So, you know, it's What's the not- song? Oh. Well, Amir. Hundred ways. Hundred ways. <laughs> no. Oh, oh no 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 that there's something a lot more subtle. Oprah, huh? Oprah theme? I was going to. No guess. no 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 no. You're never going to get it. You're never gonna, no, you're not going to get it. I'm going to set it up for you because you're never going to get it. The like setup is this. this no, is great. Yes. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes. you're, 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 you're having fun with yes. me. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so much. You want to do another one? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so here's the thing. The thing is this. So it's me. And it's Neil Steubenhaus and ooh, I want to say Paul Jackson Jr. on guitar. Well, I, I'm not sure, but I think so. And I'm pretty sure it's JR on drums. We're in the studio and we're just vibing, you know, we're just right about here. We're vibing. You know, and it's a nice little thing going on, and we're just finding, you know, and Quincy's like, hey, all right, you know, you know, um, we're just vibing, and uh, this vibe is being recorded. (laughs) 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 You know, right about here, and okay, some time passes, and I don't mean hours, I don't mean days, I mean some time, and now. Quincy's working on Q's juke joint. 
I think I figured it out. I believe so. I believe so. Wait, 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 wait. Before you all say anything, I believe mm-hmm. so. And it says, yeah, you know, um, we're doing this thing and I want to I wanna recreate that groove thing. You know, I want to recreate that thing that's right about this tempo right here. And so if you think you know it, what is the song? Secret it's Garden. Slow Jams. Oh, damn. Oh. I had the wrong one. What'd you say? Oh, Secret Garden. Bingo. Wow. Thank you. Oh, I even just special secret. Okay, and that's okay. Yeah. Damn. Oh, there's a story for everything. There's a story for everything. So it's like I love Quincy's dirty draws, but he never, he would never admit that. Because you know what? I asked him about it one day. He's like, what are you talking about? Not, was, <laughs> <laughs> Long time ago, I asked him. And he reared up at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, I get it. Damn. Mm. You got a good heart. So after that joint no, came I'm out. No, I'm just pretty stupid. Oh. oh, well, I was just. No, I mean, it's the game. No, know, here's, here's the, the game. thing. The thing is this. I, I, I was too busy being hurt. I was too busy being emotionally affected as opposed to saying, Oh, hell with this. I'm fighting this. But really, are you really prepared to fight, fight Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson yeah. for a piece of a song with with Michael and his his his, his team of lawyers? Team? Army. Oh, yeah. Are you really gonna are you really think you're gonna like succeed in that? I didn't have a freaking prayer. So what am I gonna do? Right. You know? And so um I had to suck it up. But what I lost in and look ten percent, please. I'd be living next to Quincy yeah. with ten percent of that one of that song. One song, yeah. But you know what I lost in revenue? I'd like to think I gained in a relationship. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, was because thinking. it went from that. And by the way, it ain't just that. I know. What else you got? Oh, how about? Did 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 the uh, did the end of Heartbreak Hotel play itself? Uh, oh, you wrote that bridge. That's beautiful. Thank you. Which was orchestrated, doubled with strings and everything. Yes. Because Michael said, "Um, we need something dramatic here at the end." So I came up with that. Wow. And then they they added an orchestra to that too. Did you start after this? Do you start looking around when you're just jamming, making sure the button ain't pushed? Like- no, darling, because I'm too busy being inspired. <sighs> uh, okay. So can- because it happened so quick for me, literally when Michael said, oh, "We need some dramatic here at the end," before you could finish the Jeopardy theme song, I finished. You I, just I, go, I, yeah. Yes. You just, I get it. Okay. Oh, but it doesn't end there. What else you got? So now it's the. Dangerous? Is it dangerous? It's dangerous. I think it's the dangerous album. Mm-hmm. I think it's the dangerous album. It's the dangerous album, and, and we're working on this one song. And Michael says, "Beautiful song, by the way, beautiful." And he says, "Um, um, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to um, I'm going to talk, kind of like a monologue thing, and, and I just want something. I want some music underneath because in, in the closet, in the closet, heal the world. Ah, no, And I just need um." So I need some music because it's going to be dramatic and, and I'm going to talk, talk, talk through this thing at the end of it, you know. And so I just need some music. So I said, okay, no problem. Any takers? 
Is it the rock? I hate you so much. Wait, you can't announce that joke? <laughs> what? I, nah, I just I missed it. We I, did this day like so three behind Rod. Yeah. 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 Yo, Yo, mama. Mama. Yo, mama. Yo, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is it, um, what was the, the is it's not Heal the World? That is not. Is it that? Oh, will you be there? What? Will you be there? Bingo. Yeah. Wow. Oh, at the end. Yeah. Thank you. At the end. Okay. The end. Which was double with orchestra and choir. Thank you. That is about another three minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Somewhere two, three. You missed out on that free willy money? Yeah. So can I ask a question? Uh, Sure. So um, can you explain to the listener who may not know the intricacies of of what what your jobs were at, at these at these sessions so can you just explain the difference like when when um arranging becomes writing Song beca- writing, and yeah. when when yeah. associate producing becomes well, composing well steve and- i'd love to explain that uh, <laughs> except there's such a fine line and right. such a slippery slope it's kind of hard to define because well, that's the i guess that basically yeah. this is the equivalent of beauties in the eye of the of the beholder well arrangings in the behi- in the eye of, of the who deems you a, a, a an arranger as opposed to and a songwriter, as opposed to just a, an arranger, as opposed to just a little keyboard player that we're going to give a check one time to and send him on his way because I want all the credit. Right. So ultimately, those things come down to whether you are going to stand up for it. It comes down to either whether you're going to stand up uh, and fight it or if it's mutually agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, mutually agreed in writing. Have you ever seen someone been like, hey, uh, by the way, and then they didn't get a call back? Like, have you ever seen someone get blackballed or not used again? Or mm, don't even mess with that guy. He's he's a troublemaker. He, yeah. Oh, I nothing specific. But like, I is there is there, heard- is there a way to be ixnade and blackballed from? Because you're in a sweet spot. Yeah. You keep getting work, and you keep getting work, and you keep like you're on. I mean, between. I Between know, 77 I, and 97, you're on everything. I know, but I mean, whenever I would try to to raise. A little dust. I always got pushback. I mean, there was the time when, um, what was it? Uh, it was Triumph, mm-hmm. and and I was, uh, I was, uh, I was classified as an associate producer. Well, th- wait, wait, wait. Things, okay. things, things went on and on and on and on and on, and things were fine until one day, I show up to the studio, and Bill Bray standing outside the door. What? And he says, don't need you today, Bubba. What? I'm like, what are you talking about? I got to go and just don't need you today, Bubba. Uh-uh. They just decided that I was done. Wow. Because anymore they, they, they would have to pay you. Did and you say something no, the day because before? Or? Or? No, 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 no. I did, I did nothing. I, the day before, I went into work. Everything was fine. The next day, I go and I'm barred. Yeah, sometimes people bar because, you because they feel bad because, about what you've no, no, done No, no, to no, no. No, they, they just decided they could take it over from there. And they did not need you gave my them their assistance. Boost. Yeah, they didn't need my assistance anymore. So they just said, okay, you're done. Bye. Can I ask? Uh, all right. So my question about Triumph engineering wise. But I do have, uh, I do have a, a, a positive punchline story to the end of to what finish. I just said. Okay. But you, no, you want to ask? Yeah. Well, just the, in, the engineering of the Triumph album yeah. sounds very flat to me mm. as opposed to how wide open destiny was 
And I don't know why I, I really need you to tell me a really good uh, uh, engineering story of, of uh, Bruce Wadeen. What Bruce Wadeen brought to Off the Wall, it's oh like... My goodness. It oh, almost, my goodness. It's like, it's like 3D almost. Who did the same... Were this? With the same, do you remember who mixed the? Triumph- I don't. I don't. But the same people were not involved, and I. Ba- I kind of understand what you're saying sonically, but I just can't tell you why. I'm not because I don't remember who was involved. So you weren't there <clears throat> for the overseeing of the mixing and none of that stuff. Oh no. no. Side question. Yeah. Um, those sessions. Yeah. Sounded really fun. Because they absolutely were. It's almost to the point where I could tell almost what order it was recorded. Because hmm. some of them songs, you did the majority of the count off. You were like, oh, yeah, one, two, three, <laughs> four. And then some of them songs, you guys sound like you were on your 50th beer. I mean, not that, <laughs> but it just sound like. <laughs> so what were the just the the sessions like? I mean, I the best way I could describe it is fun. Everywhere there was so much, and how do you how do you learn this stuff? Like, how does it come from? Here's the cassette demo, and da 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 da. Like, do you get the cassette first, and do you work out these full fleshed arrangements? And how long? Yeah, we did- would, well, we would hear the demo uh, in some form, and and then after I came up with the arrangement, I would just we we had charts. Uh, I have a chart. It, it's actually my wife insisted that I frame uh, the chart to blame it on the boogie, and so it's over. Mm. It's over the piano in the house. So we had charts. Um, and I would just dole out the parts, but it was, it was heck of fun. It was just so much fun, fun, fun. I remember, and I think it was during the Destiny album, I remember, um, being in the studio part and, uh, we were just, you know, there wasn't anything going on officially, just kind of different things happening at the same time, just stuff going on. But I remember, um, hearing, somebody playing drums and it was really funky it was just like this thing and i remember peering around and it was michael hmm. he could play drums he could play drums oh wow what most people do not know this but if you think about it it made perfect sense because like sammy yeah yeah hey beatbox yeah the, yeah the, you know the what i mean and so he could definitely play and he was fun and it was i only saw it one time but i was like wow as a matter of fact i mean there's a picture of an even younger michael playing drums and, and I have it. I'll say, oh, do you have it? I've seen that for Yeah, you. okay. Yeah. But no, I saw him for myself and it was like, wow, this is, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. Oh my God, we didn't even get to like Thriller and Off the Wall. <laughs> Listen, I'm waiting for the Streets of Fire and I'm just, <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> well, let me, let me, wow. let me give you, let me give you the positive punchline okay. to uh, all this negativity because Laya, as, as I was saying, what I lost in revenue, I gained in relationship to the point where, um, you know, there was this one fateful evening where we were all together uh, in this room backstage in this arena and uh, we were all together uh, outside of Michael. I went to his room separately, but um, I'm standing there with the brothers in a circle and I remember saying to them, you know what? Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think after, you know, listening to your records, junior high school and watching your shows, I never, ever imagined in my life that I'd be standing in a room with all of you as your music director getting ready to tell you to have a great show. 
And it was uh, backstage at Madison Square Garden, and we were about to do the 30th uh, anniversary 30th. shows. Uh, wow. And to go from that point early in my life as a fan and having just fantasies about them and, and what it must be like to hang with them, to, to actually be arm-in-arm arm with them in a huddle before we start the 30th anniversary shows, and I get to tell them, have a great one. But I can't begin to tell you what that's like. Yeah. That sense of balance in your system is amazing because at the same time, it's like, here you are in that moment, but these are still the same guys that may did a couple of shady things to you. So you have to continue yeah. to be the bigger person and really just appreciate the moment and the bigger things that are yet to come. Well, um, thank you. All I can say is that, you know, the the thing that that won over everything else was love. Mm. And we all realized that we really do love each other. Wait, I'm not done the technical merit questions. <laughs> oh, by all means. <laughs> we over here evoking emotions. Yeah, emotions. <laughs> and you over here like, what, what microphone? Yeah, let me ruin this for a second. So we're going to be starting something. Yeah. Um, are you playing the synth bass, the line? Yep. Da, 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 da. yep. Now, was sequencing out then, or were, did you have to do that seven minutes in a row? No, I did it. There was no, tape looping. I don't need no stinking sequencer. Come on, man. But look, dude, y'all y'all were playing with a Lindrum. So you're telling <laughs> me for seven minutes. Yeah, I'm telling you Seven minutes in a row. Because I was just young and crazy like that. How many punch-ins did you have to do? Not many. Dog. No, dude, because I I graduated Wonder You. Oh well, yeah. It's like Jimmy Jam when he says when he would uh, play all the stuff from the twelve inch yeah, yeah. yeah, right, all, straight through, and they went to the school of Prince. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, okay, it makes sense. No, nah, I just just mm-hmm. now I'm just thinking of all like even you didn't veer off into one ad lib right. on shake your body down to the ground to like the last minute. No, that's not true. That's not true. You got I I. Well, okay. There was so I had, I had little, yeah, I yeah, had little okay. things, but I, but I paced it. it to that, to your point, yes, I definitely paced it. Okay, you're right. You um, did. You know, and another thing is uh, another example of that is uh, don't stop. I paced those licks too. I mean, I, I I kept basically. Oh, an even better example is Thriller. That's what I want to get to. Yeah. Oh, you already answered. You're not sequencing, so you're playing the stuff. Oh, absolutely. How are you finding these patches? Because now that I. Okay, now that the remixes are coming out, yeah, Thrill is almost borderline a, a, a pre pre precursor to EDM, at least with the patches that you're using. <laughs> like, how long do you? That's what I'm saying. Like, in well, how, you know, how, we we had lots of help as far as programming. We had guys like that Michael were that, oh, we had Michael Boddicker. He was like on call. That was that was uh, our 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 go to guy. And there were others, but was like, he was Boddicker he more was, of a tech guy or? An actual a player, like, a player, well, because he, he was playing on the Jackson store. He, he played, but he programmed better. But he, yeah, the the the, the strength I would say was the program. That was the bread and butter. So, yeah. but was it a time is money atmosphere? So, okay, so we're in the studio right <laughs> no. now. <laughs> it was whatever it takes to get the right sound. Okay, but what's the patience factor? Because it's like 
even okay, so even the the little like right before Vincent Price's rap thing. Mm-hmm. How long do you have to like? Hmm, let me try this. Hmm, let me try this. Hmm, even with keyboards today, like it takes me twenty minutes to decide, and this stuff is already preset. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the time? Like, what time do you have to think of something cool? There do you was, have mere minutes? No, there was no time. There was no when it was right. Then you yeah. Knew. There was no consideration of time. It's just like Lily. I need this patch. Go. I need. I need this sound rather. Go. And then however long it took was however long it took. <laughs> Are you playing on beat it? Yeah. What is that intro gong? <laughs> what is that noise? What is that? I a, could not tell you if you have me a gunpoint. I, 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 it's a oh god. It's I saw a YouTube video. It's an old, obviously an old synthesizer, mm-hmm. and they were going through the presets on it, and that was one of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not not synclavier. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's been a while since I saw that video. But okay. No, I I have no oh, idea, man. bro. Uh, human nature is that uh, Paige and all those cats. Yeah, that's Steve Picaro. Okay, but uh, they, didn't, they okay. didn't need me for that. <laughs> hmm. It's my man Steve Picaro. Um, oh, you know the story about that song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quincy, the, yeah, he told us about yeah. it. Quincy and Rod listening to cassettes ad nauseum, and then they're like falling asleep and stuff, and it's it's the auto end reverse. of a yeah auto reverse, and then you know, and they're like in a, a semi sleep state, and all of a sudden, like what is that? Rest is history. Wow. It was a synclavier, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, that yeah, I kind of remember that now. Yeah, it's a clavier too. Uh, okay, one hundred ways is one of our <laughs> favorite mm. solos. Really? You don't. Oh my god, you guys! You're not going to understand it. Wow! But, but in hip hop terms, really? That's all I can say. Yes, it's yeah. it's been really? chopped lovely. To the point where, like, almost every line of that thing is the solo. Yeah, yeah. it, it really? means the world to us. It was done in an ironic. You, I think it was done in a very ironic way, but it, but it just you, stuck. you might as well play it. I mean, it's you know, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, the song's been out for forever. So. Yeah. Wait, what? What's the title of it? Rhymes, uh, rhymes, rhymes like dimes. Um. Yeah, this is Jesus Christ. Really. Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. Uh-oh. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right ear, drunk close range. The game is not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash. Brag about the broker time. Joking rhymes like the is you just happy to see me trick. Classical slapstick rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they in a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo. Tally-ho, a high joker like Space Game. Came back from five years laying the stage. I mean, what do you say? This is my seven. jaw is dropped. Box, I've never uh, heard this box, before. The song is near 20 years old. But what? See, yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> I've never heard this. is my first time hearing this. I've never... 100 Ways means something totally different. To us, like, yeah. Like, initially, it was like, eh, that's mom and dad's song. Or like, eh, easy, yeah, easy, easy. Li- no, oh. but he turned... Well, not with that. <laughs> yeah, but he turned wow. it. And even when I heard it, I was like, yo... Yeah. I never ever thought th- that this could that. be chopped. Yeah. Yeah. That's to- a crazy person who did that. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah. yes. that's a person that with a whole lot of time on that. Yes. <laughs> MF Doom is very, very Who actually crazy. did that? Who actually produced that? MF Doom. Yeah. MF Doom, you're a crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy, bro. He is. So- well, did Quincy tell you the story of that solo? He told you like he woke you up out of your sleep. Yeah. You just- yeah. There was during the time of, uh, of uh, Assembly Line 
uh, sessions. And you, when you went to work for Quincy, you knew two things. Um, no, you knew, you knew three things. A, it was going to be fun. Hmm. B, you were going to eat well. <laughs> and C, you never knew how long you, you were, were going to be. be. <laughs> so, I mean, it's no o'clock in the morning, man. And, and I had done some other stuff. And, and, and at this point, I'm asleep under a piano. Somebody came in and, and woke me up and said, all right, you're up again. I go, okay. I, in my stupor. You know, I stumble up to the thing, and it's a mini moog, and they got, and Quincy says, "Right, so this is one hundred ways, and we need a solo. Go." <laughs> wow, that's how it was. Does he play you? Does the full, he, does he play you the full song at least before? Well, you? at least yeah, play, yeah, they play. Yeah, they play the okay. song, and I'm like, okay. So what you hear in that solo, like ninety percent of it was the first take, and I only did. Um, so you know, and then I I only did like a couple of takes to finish it, but up until that point, that's the first take. And 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 Quincy to this day says it's his favorite solo of mine because it was done in the what he calls the alpha state, or what's known what's known as the alpha state, because you know only he can like be scientific with it. I was asleep. But, you know, he said, no, dude, it's the alpha state, alpha state, because you weren't thinking. Dude, do y'all know about this? There's there's a scientist that there's a scientist that did a research (laughs) on her students, on her students in which she would do pop quizzes on her 7 a.m. class Mm -hmm. versus prepared test uh, advance notice. To her smarter class at mm. twelve in the afternoon, mm. and, and the, the pop seven a.m. class will win. They, we they did, did better, better because it's almost like we overthink. There's mm-hmm. there's a middle ground of not preparing and over preparing and overthinking. Yeah, and the genius zone is always in the middle where it's just like yeah, eh. no, nah, th- no, nah, that's I, and I think Quincy it's lives that. for that. <laughs> so does Questlove Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He 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 thri- He his goal is to be in that state constantly. Wow! And so that's what I that's where I was. And again, it w- it only took like three takes or so for me to finish mm-hmm. for me to finish it. But that whoop, 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 that's just the first thing that came out. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. 
In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I have a question about the Bad Album. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I shared this theory in the documentary. It's what I call the brace yourself moment, mm-hmm. which you're a big part of. Like All these songs have to start with this stab from hell, this chord... Well, not even that. I mean, that's probably easy patch, but like, you know, like Dirty Diana's. And that, like, by this point, are they telling you, okay, Greg, every song on this album, we need. (laughs) Well, no, because that really wasn't me. Um, That wasn't? No. Um, Those examples you cited, like, with. First of all, I'm not on Dirty Diana. Oh. Uh, I'm not on that at all. Another and, part of me? And uh, uh, Actually, I'm not on that either. Speed Demon? You on The Way You Make Me Feel? I'm on The Way You Make Me Feel. Okay. I'm not yeah. on Speed Demon, unfortunately. That's Jerry Hay. That's crazy Jerry Hay with those horns. Um, those horn, the horn, the horn, and that's yeah. what made the song. You know that? Yes, yes. yes. That, that's, that's, that's whole, that's, and <laughs> so that's Jerry, Jerry had to get tightened up for that. Ah, because you know Michael was a little, uh, you know, slow on that, and it was like, oh, no, and Quincy was like, oh no, 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 there would be no speed demon without that horn, yeah. horn uh, arrangement. So you're gonna tighten up, Jerry, you know. But um, I am on the way it made me feel, and my favorite memory of that is, you know, because I played the string parts, right. So what I remember is doing that and having Michael standing next to me going. <laughs> vibing with me because I'm like dun, dun, and he's like neck moving dude <laughs> so that was fun how big is his his snaps yeah. dude he the, had the big I know he had these big ass hands <laughs> and his snaps sound like claves don't they yes because <laughs> you think it's claves on the bridge of uh, uh, uh rock with you yeah <laughs> but it's not no and when the that's his fingers I thought that was claves nope it's his fingers mm. wait can I ask for rock with you, yeah. 
who? Well, I guess I should have asked Quincy instead. That horn intro. Oh, <sighs> the one that got removed. Why did they take that away? It doesn't make sense to me. What horn intro? It's just there's there's a the, horn intro to Rock with You that got mixed see, out. Here's the thing that I love about Off the Wall. <laughs> well, I certainly don't remember that. <laughs> I'll play it for you off the record. Yeah, because yeah, um, the thing that I discover about with with Thriller and Off the Wall is that. A lot of this stuff is, I can tell that at least what I assume the relationship between Michael and Quincy is let's try every idea out Mm -hmm. and then you're going to trust me to pull this away Mm -hmm. and this away and edit this and edit that. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of elements on those albums that had they been there Oh God! It would have been like the worst dated disco album of all time, or you know, isn't that crazy? One slight misstep. So yeah. I, I applaud Quincy for knowing what to pull away. What yeah. yeah, but there's and that's just, his brilliance. Ah, uh, there's just moments of okay. So I'm thinking that you were there on the ground floor of the horn intro instead of just the naked. No, because what I remember about that was Quincy saying to um, Jr., "I want to have a drum lick that's going to live in infamy." I want to have a drum like that 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 kids are gonna remember, you know, a hundred years from now. And so he came over that was that. Bad question. Please tell me that by this time you went on the tour and you and Ricky were back together. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh absolutely. Yeah. How did Ricky get that gig and not Jonathan Moffat? Because you were the MD? Uh because I thought like Jonathan would have been the yeah, Jackson's drummer for life. Yeah, you'd think that. So um, how did Ricky get it? Well, Ricky also had the Victory Tour, right? No. No, that was Jonathan on Victory. Okay. Ricky did Bad and, and Dangerous. I saw but that show. You did? Yeah, with Sheryl Crow. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. What, what, and what were you, three? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I was. You just made this woman's life. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> You couldn't have been more than five. After. Um, I don't like ten. Uh, uh, ten, oh, please. Okay, so still, um, I still have socks <laughs> older than you, please. Um, and so I don't remember to be honest, because even though you know he made me the MD, and that whole process was so weird. I, he he, there were other people hiring people, so I didn't really hire everybody. So I I didn't hire the whole band. I mean, there are certain people that were chosen before I was even asked. How did you present that show without the, it, out of the age of Pro Tools? You know, because the bad tour. Oh, oh, well, no, that's easy. We just had, uh, we just had like, was it two, uh, well, at least two full-blown Sinclavias. Oof. Yeah. Damn. And back then, that was a lot of money. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, he, it was like whatever, by any means necessary. I mean, the money, was no object, and so we had like two full blown. Well, yeah, I mean that because that was to his handle first the background real vocals and and the the uh, you know the the extra tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Damn, wow. man, what was it like with um, when Cheryl Crow came into the picture for that tour? Like, what was what did she bring to the table? Whiteness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because she wasn't the one with the lights in her hair. No, no, no that, that was Jennifer Madden. She was, she was the guitarist. You know, you ask a very loaded question, my young Uh-oh. friend. Okay. Hmm. Uh, was that Saida's gig first? Because right? no, she was after. Okay. That was Saida did dangerous. Cheryl did bad. Um, 
I would say that the thing that <clears throat> Cheryl brought the most was. <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, Steve is the walking silence, out. The silence. Done. The silence here. Uh, is this a hot topic that we should? Something I said, do? Steve. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like the white person about to get single. Uh, no, what she brought was a secret <laughs> love affair. Okay. Oh. oh. Here in my garden. Oh. Well, who? Well, between two people, and I was the other one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cam, like, yeah, you can sniff. A, a, no, that was Fonte's question. Yeah, it was Fonte. Oh, my fault. You know, Fonte, Fonte had the cup of shade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you got to say, Fonte? That was a perfect question, too. Nah, man. <laughs> Hey, listen. I guess, I guess, I guess asking questions. You talking? You know, I guess we, you we didn't see that coming, eh? Nope. Well, wow, Steve, you wow, missed wow. out. Yeah. Wow, man. Steve's yeah. probably in the control room right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Man. Good for I'm, you. No, it wasn't good because I was married, Laya. Oh, he, he said oh, secret love affair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, okay. Oh, yeah, that's Greg. the thing. How can yes, you be? I was bad. How, okay. So explain. Not just the tour, darling. I was I was bad. Explain that. It wasn't just the name of a tour. Yeah. How, <laughs> can, <laughs> how can how can one can one be a working musician uh, and have domestic normalcy? I mean, if you're doing yes. the Michael Jackson Bad Tour, are, are you know what about the kids at home for it? Not just you, just like the bass player or the the the, the lighting coordinator. Like you guys were going from from. 87 to the top of January 89. No, understand, we ruled the world. Understand mm-hmm. that. Yes. But um, were, were girls flinging themselves over all of us? Not over all of us. And and I was in that group. I wasn't getting girls flung at me, you know, because a lot of people just assume, oh my God, you must have had it chipping out of your ears. Mm-hmm. And I, it, 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 no, no, that oh. did not happen to me. I, I didn't mean um, it from that perspective, but oh. I just meant like, can you be if you have a married? relationship at home, like if your your college professor wife uh, is at no, home, it's very very difficult, and you better bring him out at some point. Or like would Michael mm. allow like would he charter jet for families to come and no, visit? No, and, no, no, he didn't do that. But oh. he he did welcome families. He he was into that, and you know um, several of us, including me, brought our families out at different points. I mean, and you know Michael, you know uh, um, one of the singers, Dorian Holly. Brought his little Nayana, and she spent a lot of time on the road with us. And you know, uh, Ricky brought his kids uh, and his wife. I brought mine out. Um, it was great in that way. Uh, Didn't help. We it, well, miss <laughs> not in my case. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I remember uh, when we when we um, we were in Tokyo, and uh, he. He arranged for us to all go to Disneyland. Just wow. y'all. Is it just, just y'all? We shut down the park, baby, yes. and it was us. Wow. And you haven't lived until you've been to Disneyland with the head Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> and matter of fact, I used to call him Mickey, and he would answer to that too. But uh, no, he it was great. And so, yes, he loved uh, you know the families uh, hanging and all that. But uh, 
to answer the question, yeah, you needed to have, you couldn't sustain a tour like that and never see your spouse or your family at, at any point. You had to have them join you. If you it's if easier you now with FaceTime and all that stuff. But oh, like, absolutely. Back then, it was like. No, it was rough. No, nah, but it's like going, like, it's a wrap. Like, yeah. You, it's like you're going, you're going to you're going do a bid. Yeah, you're going like you're doing a. It's, you're in the military. Yeah, you know? it's like you're you're gone. I would have been Valerie. Simpson. Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we did not even ask about behind the mask. Oh yeah. Look, yeah. Oh, behind the mask. Yeah. So um, I I was working on my second solo album while working on the pulse. Yeah, while we were also doing. Um, oh my God! Wait a thriller. minute. We're just right. all over the place. We are because right. we have. You remind know. me to remind you just that Lionel did right by you. <laughs> oh, for can't slow down. Never mind. No, so, no. Well, he 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 did basically. Yeah, he did. Well, he did better to me than Michael did. For, that's for sure. Right. Or uh, Mike. Or did you do all night long and? No, 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 no. <laughs> Here, no. let me give you level fine. Away. Yeah. No, no. He actually did all night long by himself, but I did. Uh, love will find love will find a way and love will conquer all. Yes, and, you did. Um, ah, okay. the two and, best songs. And I, yeah. thank you very much. And a crazy video. Yeah. And <laughs> I and I did get uh, you know credit and checks for that. Who That's sang on Love Will Conquer All? The oh, female. Oh, uh, the, oh, uh, oh, crap! I can't remember her name right now. I see her face and I can't remember her name. Shoot. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I always thought I, that I was his take on the Al Green song. Like that was Love Will Conquer All. Interesting. No, it, that's what it sounds. It, it might mean. sound like that. Well, yeah, I didn't really because I well, I, well, I tell you what, I I wasn't. Well, not really because I wasn't I wasn't thinking of that. Okay, that wasn't mm, my. I don't hear that. So. That song is so I good. It. I love it. That's interesting that you because I wasn't it, thinking of that at all. Oh wow, okay. Marva King. That's Marva right. King. Marva, thank you. Yes, it was Princess Marva King. Well, well, well. Later yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because I keep getting her and Marva Hicks confused. Okay. She yeah, was with yeah. James Brown, right? Was Marva, no, that was Marva, that was Marva, Marva Whitney. Whitney. That was Marva Whitney. Yeah. It's a lot of Marvels. Yeah, Marva. Oh, nice of you to join us, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> you missed it, Steve, out of Bear. It was, you missed it. It was the good news. It wasn't bad well, news. Well, you'll, you'll hear the replay. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. good. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Lionel did do Right, right to Err by me. Okay, uh, for you worked songs. on his mm-hmm. on his first solo album, right? Yeah, and, and that was where I first saw your name. Yeah, when I really? was like four. Yeah, that's crazy. And, yeah, and, you, and then you left during the Lionel Richie portion. And <laughs> one of his favorite that's people. All, that's all he lives for, Lionel Richie. Right, the, oh. the, the, real, the first one, the first Lionel Richie. You yeah. are you on that? <laughs> you don't have the right to come here and ask questions. You got to sit. No, the, the intro to, to you are. No, he is so serious. No, what this what, what you sound like right now, Steve? No, first of all, I'm not on that. But what what you sound like, Steve? Was like was like was like that. Are you, are you out of there? Okay, if you don't come back, if you leave. But you sound like that. What was that? Some what about kind my, of movie. My, my no, love? some kind of movie was like uh, the guy goes. No, it was like an SNL. Yeah, yeah, that's thing amazing. Where you, get, yeah. you know the thing that, that he did. That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. 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 That was a mirror when we first started the show. <laughs> okay, thank you. 
But yeah, serves you right. That was that was well, Mr. Phil. What about my love? Oh yeah, and I wrote that with serves you right. Very mysterious John McClane. Yes. Oh oh wow. The executive John McClane. Yep. Wow. I didn't. So oh my god, there's some more John McClane credits that. I've seen, and I didn't think that was him. He was a songwriter first. But well, we. Oh, wait oh, a minute! You didn't oh, get I got credit sto- for "Serves You Right." Oh, I got a story about me and John. Hit me. Well, John, who I love dearly. Let me just start out Preface by saying that. that. All right. Let me just say that right now. I do love him dearly. I really do. He's the kind of guy that you'll never get to love because he just doesn't allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But I love him. And we spent a lot of time together um, in 79 and the early 80s. We spent a lot of time together. And I had this dream. We had this dream of forming a band that would, co- that would be called PM. Oh. And never, what? yeah, and never happened. He's from Detroit? No. From here, but um, we we hooked up somehow, and and uh, he was the first guy that sounded like Prince before Prince. That's how he played guitar. That yeah. John McLean. Yep, man. Yep, that John McLean. We gotta find this motherfucker. <laughs> well, if you do, you Good. will win the ultimate prize. We gunning for him. It's just we can't find him. And you know, you know what? Sorry to say, but you probably won't. Really? Yeah, he's that mysterious. You know what? You can Google anybody on the planet. Yeah, I was about to say, him. I can't even, I, if he walked in right now, I wouldn't know. I, no. I've never seen you what he looks like. You can't Google I him. imagine that he, he looks like Stoney Jackson. I've seen, I found <laughs> an old picture of him. But yeah. No. Is he a brother? Is he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a black guy. Um, Damn. But no, you can't find him. Wow. Damn, so he Medinaized his way into the industry as an executive. The same way that Benny Medina was a no, no, musician he, before no, he, oh, he was in Apollo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's Benny Medina, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, Apollo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. That's yeah. yeah. bad all. But no, actually <laughs> It's uh, good. Actually, mm, actually John was a little more legitimate. But anyway. <laughs> um, um, we need a theme for it, Greg. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. Um or maybe I'll just come up with my own. I'll just do a couple of spots for you. But anyway. Um, Ooh, don't, don't be teasing don't, us don't, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, don't write a check cash, getting cash. Give on now. We can't pay for it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might be surprised. Um, anyway, uh, so. Evan? Uh, yes. <laughs> so y'all had a group called PM. No, we, we had a dream. Want, yeah. uh, we had the idea of, of a, a group, but it never came to fruition. What projects? What? Okay. But you know what we did work on together? What? A TV series. Oh, the, the name of the producer escapes me right now, but the show is called The Righteous Apples. Oh my God! How about the that? Righteous, yeah, they did a cover of um, "Let It Go" by uh, "Let the Love Out of Your Heart." It was a Pages joint originally. Richard Page did okay. the joint, and then they did a, a cover of it. The Righteous Apples. It was like, they were like a high school. Yes. Was this with Cindy Heron from? No, but I'm I trying to think of, I'm trying to think of the name of the creator and the, the writer, and I can't for the life of me right now. Black guy, where he wore um, round glasses. PBS. It, was, it was a PBS thing. And we, we wrote and produced songs for that show. Like Rollerella? Yeah. 
As a matter of fact, I'm looking at the IMDb page right yeah, now. Yeah, and we'll just pretend you that's more. <laughs> I'm and not. Is there another song called "Feels Like the First Time"? Uh, it doesn't list just this one. Okay, but I yeah, mm. but yeah, we we did that, and that was the crime Stoney Jackson was in it. Stoney yeah. Jackson was in it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All Stoney Jackson was in Streets of Fire. Jackson. Yes, he was. But John doesn't look like Stoney. No. And Ernest <laughs> Thomas. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Ernest once thought I was Common's bodyguard. That's hysterical. That broke my heart, man. That's hysterical. <laughs> well, that's funny. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was Topper Carew. Top, thank you, Topper yeah. Carew. Who went thank on to do Martin. Martin, yeah. Thank you. Wow. Yes. yes. That was my introduction to Topper. That was the first thing that you scored or like for television? Uh, I think it was the only thing. Okay, so. Did, did Michael did, Henderson was on there? Sorry. Really? He was on an episode, yeah. He was? Uh, I guess as, Wait, was just, this a, just drama? as a member of just as a member of the band. Not okay. as like a if, I wouldn't call well, I guess you can call it a drama sort of Yeah, I guess. Michael Henderson in it. What year? Uh eighty and eighty one <coughs> is when the show was on. Oh, that's yeah. the cocaine Michael Henderson years. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Bring that shit down to a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> can you please break it down, yeah, please, it. Have you ever heard of Michael Henderson's rant, drunken rant in Japan? No, oh, dude, so is it classic? Oh my god, it's the best <laughs> thing, best thing really? in life. Just Google. I'm not breaking it down for nobody. I'm not backing it up. <laughs> Bobby Gaines did Pinterest fuck Oh wow, oh, yeah, Curtis dude. Mayfield. They trying to, <laughs> they trying to kill Curtis. Mayfield. Like he's just drunk and yeah. he's playing in front of. Feels like he's performing for an audience of fourteen. And you could hear people like, because he's responding to people, oh, you're going to leave, baby? Oh, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> people walking out. And they just like, just sing your song. No, baby. I'm ready. Wow. Nothing. What and year it, is this? I'm looking. 80, it has to be 84. Okay. Why is not wasting any time? Right? No, I'm the one. Okay. It has to be 84. And like, Norman, I think Norman Connors is drumming, but wow. he takes, it's a seven minute buildup to sing Going Places. Yeah. And when he. Very special person. Like, I did. I was like, damn. It's like he gets into the verse before you realize it's going places. Right. It sounds nothing. I'm like, oh, that's what he's saying. His son son lives in Philly and keeps taking it off of YouTube. Yeah, because I can't can't find it right now. But someone keeps putting it. I got it. I got the MP3. That shit ain't going nowhere. Have you ever seen the version where they made a video to it? Stone's Throw made. Stone's Throw did like a clip. An animated animated clip to it. It's the best thing on earth. Take me on motherfucking yours right motherfucking now. (laughs) (laughs) He goes into the next song. Oh, this sounds better than Ray Charles's. It sounds better than um, Buddy Rich's. It sounds better than Freddie Hubbard's. Pass those three. Really? I've heard that one. Pass those three. Really? Past those three. I haven't yeah, heard I those. Because they're, they're cursing people out, but this is just like, he's just... Ray, wow. where, which one is the Ray? Where is he cussing people out at? Oh, someone well, interrupts. It's, it's, oh, no, okay. There's a scuffle between him and and the drummer. We had the time, I think it was not Bernard, but... I thought it was Fathead. Fathead was no, a sax player. Yeah, Fathead was a sax player, but, I, but it was a scuffle between him and... The drummer and the drummer walked off and said, "That's all right, all right, no, no, it's all right." It, it went, it was oh, really that. tense. Yeah, that <laughs> okay. One. There's he's doing busted. I have, a, I have a version of him doing busted. Okay, and then someone gets on the stage, is like, "You a dog? 
You would dog. And Ray's just like, oh, bless your heart. Wow. Bless your heart. <laughs> you were nothing but a dirty dog. Oh, it's a woman. She did, No, a guy, basically, like, Ray must have did something wrong to a woman, either slept with his wife yeah. or something. Oh. He said, you ain't nothing but a dog. <laughs> yeah, bless your heart. Can someone, <laughs> can someone please get this uh, g- gentleman off the stage, please? <laughs> you ain't nothing but a dirty dog. You a dog. And then... They take him off, and then like you hear him walking, like uh, crash cuts out. Oh yeah, he's walking to the back, and then so all right, right, let's start the song. (laughs) Like like nothing happened, (laughs) but yes, it's it's up there. But no, Michael Henderson. Oh, Freddie Hubbard loses his shit. That's the name of it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So listen, what? I know you have a billion of these. What three songs did you say no to that you could have been on? Like, did you only stay in the winner's circle, Michael, Lionel, Stevie? The only example I have of that is uh, a song that I was originally asked to uh, overdub on, Piano, Mm -hmm. and... I was very full of myself. Oh, no. And I, oh, I went and did the session, but I mean, I was full of myself musically, and I thought, like, whatever I played would be great. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, because they just wanted something, they just wanted the the changes in the in the rhythm that that it, that it was in. And, and I was I was overplaying. Okay. I, I, I overplayed, and I, over my, I overplayed my way out of the session, and I regret that, because... I really love this song, and it's one of my favorites from George Benson. It's Turn Your Love Around. (laughs) How do you... you, They just wanted you to play the piano line? They just wanted... But I was playing... I was playing... I was just Uh, overplaying, you know? And I... I, Were they afraid to ask you to just play simple? I guess they just said, "Well, it's not okay. Thanks." And then the next thing I know, somebody else was on it. <laughs> but so yeah. But I remember being asked to play on it, but I just I didn't I didn't play it right, you know. And I could have, and I even at that point I was definitely more trained mm-hmm. because of all the other years of of doing sessions, and I just should have known better. But I, I overplayed. Were Steve, you formally? Luke, I was, were you formally trained how to play music? We didn't talk about that. Were you formally like you know how to read or? Was it just yeah, by ear? I no, I started playing by ear at uh well, my mom says legend has it two. Um I started playing by ear at around two, but then I started taking lessons at around six, and so I did have formal training. Okay. Um and, and and my I had three uh teachers and the third one was the most influential and the most effective. And he was the pianist with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Mm. And his name was Misha Kotler and he was a badass. He didn't take any mess and and, and you know I needed discipline because I was running over my last teacher because I thought I was hot snot and knew everything. Mm-hmm. And he I left his his house crying many times because he just he was this Russian, you know, like yeah. Polish and he was you know very strict and took no mess, you know. Uh but it's the discipline I needed. That's what's up. Wait, did Luca Third produce that? Quinn, turn your love who, around. Who turn your love it? around. He actually, I think he might have been one of the producers. Um, I think I'm not sure, but but it wasn't Quincy though, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, 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 okay. Um, what did, what have you played on that we might not know? Like 
<laughs> Surprise! Jay, Jay Graydon did turn your love around. Thank you. That was Jay Graydon? Really? Yeah. Wow. So yeah. weird. Yeah. What have I played on that you made it? I, this is a hard question for you because you know everything. I mean, like, you know, um, did, did you suffer, you know, are you on the heat is on by Glenn Fry or no? <laughs> is that you playing on? I can't tell you why. No, why I wish. I wish. That's really me playing on hell. Yeah, F, uh, no. yeah That's right. F. Right. No, I can't even think of anything. That you did a Floetry remix? Is that, is that for real? <laughs> a Floetry remix? Yeah. Or is Discogs lying to me right now? I did a Floetry remix? Maybe they did the yeah, remix. they're lying. Oh, they did yeah, the yeah, remix. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, oh. I didn't. Yeah, you're, they gave you credit. Really? Oh, okay. Outside Thanks. of the... Wait a minute. What? Oh, I'm so glad this came to me. It's going to kill me. What? Uh, I got to go back to Triumph. Okay. Or, and explain. You said this to me once and I didn't know. Okay, so uh, help me out here, guys. Dilla, Lightworks, Raymond, Raymond Scott. Scott. Raymond Scott. There you go. Okay. On your ways... On Triumph. I was going to ask about that, actually. The, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You said, was that the exact what's going on? Like the, Well, I don't know about that, but I know that the instrument used was um, a Mellotron. Uh, yeah. But the same one, did you tell me that that was the same exact one that Marvin used on what's going, going on? Oh, I, I don't think so. I couldn't possibly know that. Okay. No, but I know someone told me. Okay, mm-hmm. someone said that like that. Uh, Either Mar- Randy, some like Marvin really? had it, or that Barry had it uh, specially made. Well, yeah, and then ba- Marvin- Barry had. Uh, do you know the story of Motown that Raymond Scott had built, had convinced Barry Gordy to purchase two of his, his version of Tonto, okay. uh, and this, and he ordered two of them, and mm-hmm. then I think mid second one they just discontinued the. Production. He was like, no, never mind. What but year was this? 70. 69, 69 70. 70. Because I'm wondering if these instruments that you're talking about, if they were used in these uh, incredible ways for songs like Reflections. Because mm, mm-hmm. I... I defy anybody to tell me what the hell that yeah, sound is yeah. in the opening. Whatever that is. So, and then they then they use something else later on, like whoop, 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 whoop. You know, in these random places in the song, which is brilliant, but I have no idea what it is. Here it is. Okay, so yeah, 1969, okay. uh, Barry Gordy uh, tipped off about a mad musical scientist engaged in mysterious works. Wow. Visited Scott at his Long Island lab to witness the uh, electronium. That's what he called it. Electronium, wow. Yeah, and all of its infinite possibilities. And Gordy hired Scott in 71 to serve as director of Motown's electronic music and research department in wow. Los Angeles. Wow. wow. And okay. oh, a position Scott held until 1977. Really? Wow. Uh, no me. Motown recordings using Scott's electronic inventions have been publicly identified. Well, that is that. <laughs> but yeah, he originally, someone says uh, that he originally started working on the electronium out of Barry's house. Hmm. Uh, they set up a room over the garages and he worked there putting stuff together so Barry could g- get involved and see the progress. And at one point worked out of the studio. Uh, the unit, unit never got finalized and Ray had a real problem letting go. Uh, it was always being developed, and that was you know a problem what? for Barry. You know what? What do you think? It probably sounded like crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was a waste of seven hundred thousand yeah, dollars. What do you think? It probably just wasn't good. Uh, yeah, 
Um, do you have a "We Are the World" question, Steve? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even put it together in my head that 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 was you on that. Just you know, is your name on the cover of that forty-five? Like, no, not the cat. No, that's just the artist. But I did play piano on it. Well, you're the artist. You're one of the artists, then. What, ha- <laughs> what, what, what happened there? No, I wasn't. No, it's not no. on the cover. No, no, it? no, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you walked out, it ain't been the same. It really hasn't. I don't no. know what. <laughs> All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, Greg. Who, who, <laughs> yes, was, who was the artist, and maybe it's the same person, but who was the artist that, that you really ran to the studio outside of, of course, Stevie Jackson's mm-hmm. Lionel, that you ran to the studio to work with because you were so excited, and who was the artist that you <laughs> ran on tour to be with? Nobody. so excited. Is anybody? That's a, well, as far as touring, you know, there was a time when I toured with a Beatle. Okay. Which one? Paul? The Ring? Nope. Uh, Ring. This, 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 <laughs> this other guy that I was touring with, I was in his band, and uh, we already had a set thing going, and then uh, that artist managed to convince George mm. to tour with us, and he, he said, you can use my band. And so it was the Eric Clapton. And uh, George Harrison tour of Japan, mm. and you haven't lived until you've toured with a Beatle. Jesus, it Christ. didn't suck. <laughs> and we go to, to here's a crazy thing: we go to Tokyo, and of course George was absolutely lovely, uh, beautiful human being. Um, we go to Tokyo, 
and we're all we're all terribly excited. We and we uh, we're in the uh, uh, hotel. It's called the Capital Tokyo Hotel. Mm-hmm. We're in George's room. TV's on, and they're playing footage. Of, I mean, they're they're announcing obviously that George is in town, but they're playing footage of when the Beatles pulled up to the exact ho- same hotel we're staying in. So now I'm in a room. I'm in a suite with a Beatle watching footage of when his band pulled up to the same hotel we're in. I'm like, okay, just kind of take this in for a second. <laughs> and so we toured around. It was great. And then, um, and then another. Uh, uh, George story, which I, I always love to tell. Um, it was the second time I went to visit him uh, at his home. And uh, he opens the door and he's he's in cornrows. Who's that? <laughs> George, George Harrison? George Harrison was in cornrows. I Yo. kid you not. Yeah. Okay. He opened the door and I go, well, I, I didn't see this coming, George. <laughs> he's like, what do you think? What you do know, you <laughs> I said, first of all, who? How did you even get your hair in cornrows? Where is the black girl hiding? Okay, (laughs) how did that that work? (laughs) But he was in cornrows. I wish I took a picture of him. But um, so we're hanging out, and then he goes, "Right, do you want to hear the new song?" Then I go, "Okay." We go up to the bedroom, plays the thing, and I got my private world premiere of "Free As a Bird." Wow. As a bird. And I'm sitting there and I'm absolutely transfixed and mesmerized. I can't believe that I'm, first of all, sitting in the bedroom of a Beatle listening to the last song all the Beatles did. Damn, man. And I'm sitting there and chills are running up and down my spine. First of all, I'm getting chills even talking about this right now. But I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to take all this and I'm going, I'm in a room with George Harrison and I'm listening to the last Beatles song. (laughs) But damn. Yeah. Okay, on the heels of that question, yeah. you also you also MD'd a lot of specials and yeah. award shows. Yeah. What was your what was one of your favorite experiences with that? P.S. I really enjoyed watching you because you were always so animated. <laughs> so. Thank you. Well What was your first one that you did? Like your first awards that you Oh my goodness, I don't know. Uh the but, first award show that I MD'd. Wow, I I don't know. I'd have to research that. Awesome I don't life. know. Awesome life. Damn. So Ricky yes, Minor wasn't born with that baton in his hand. He just. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just um, play a big yellow. Thank you. But no, uh, no, I don't remember. But I tell you what, the pretty much the best one was. It was based off of how I got started. Mm. The Jackson third, the special, did um nope. no? You said how you got started, so I that's got Stevie. started. So no, I was thinking of the Detroit Symphony thing. Uh, no, Stevie. Stevie. Yeah, what's Stevie's special? Oh, songs in, in the, the key, key of, life. of life. It was a Grammy tribute. I am dated. That's right, and you won a. I won an Emmy. Emmy. Yeah, so that's wow. why that's the best one. Ah, wow. so you're a G, an egg. Yeah. <laughs> So the second best one is probably the Jackson's 30th anniversary uh, at the Garden because, I mean, this is the Jackson's 30th anniversary in the Garden. It's, it's you know. Slight, qu- all right, question. Yeah. yeah. Since that night was so vivid and that day yeah. after was so yeah. memorable. Yeah. How did and you- And by the way, this was based off of, because we did two shows. I know. I'm going to ask you about that second show. Okay. 
how did you get out of New York City? Right. Well, it wasn't by plane. Yeah. Um, first of all, nothing was happening the day at the day of or the day after. We might want to tell everybody what that day was. It was September 11, 2001. Yeah. yeah. And that was after the second show, which was September 10th, and the first show, which was the 8th, because mm-hmm. it was a break in between, I think, because of the circus. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first show was September 8th. The second show was September 10th. And I remember <clears throat> after that show, just, uh, you know, having more of a private celebration, you know, dinner with a buddy of mine at the time and had like, you know, just kind of a celebratory dinner and everything was great. And then uh, m- my wife at the time, um, the next morning, you know, we, we, we slept in late um, because, you know, we had such a great night. So we slept in late and um, I had this plan. I, I had two plans that I wanted to do. I wanted to go to Central Park and take my wife on a canoe ride. Um, and I also wanted to go to my favorite place, my favorite restaurant for lunch, uh, which is a restaurant called Le Bill Bouquet. And so I called the restaurant. After I woke up, because I wanted to make reservations, I called and said, "Yeah, what's going on?" And go, uh, I said, "I'd like to, you know, come to the, to the spot today." And the person said, "Today's not a good day." I said, "Why?" She said, "It's not a good day. The people are crying. It's terrible. It's it's not a good day." I go, "What are you talking about?" The person went, "Have you seen the news?" Oh, I go, God. "No." I said you might want to turn the TV on right now. That's how we found out. Damn. And then after the initial shock, uh, which took a long time to get over, then we started smelling smoke. And by the way, I was staying- What hotel? Yeah. I was staying at the Plaza Athene, way, way uptown. And you could smell the smoke there. Damn. The producer of the show, um, David Guest, was very good to me, though. Because he let me stay at the Plaza Atenee until the end of the week or until I could get a way out. Get out. And so what happened was we, we kept trying by flights and it was very, very, very difficult. Frida Payne, I remember, was one of the lucky ones. She mm. got out on a plane. Uh, came, to find out, came to find out later on that Michael... Uh, that car uh, ride with Elizabeth he Taylor. Had, yeah, he went and that was a whole... And, uh, that yeah. was real? Yeah, wow. That was, yeah, yeah. That, wow. he did that. But... I didn't know how. Have you heard about that? The cross country that they yeah. made a movie with, about? With, yeah, with Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know yeah, that. I don't know. I, oh, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. And I didn't know how the rest of the brothers made out. I didn't know how anybody else got out. But me and my wife at that time, we, we couldn't get a plane out. So we just decided at the end of that week, that Saturday, that we'd rent a car. So we drove over to, um, we, got, we went over to Jersey and got a Hertz rental car, and we drove cross country. And it was part of like a mini, mini cavalcade because Cheryl Lynn was with us. Oh, man. Cheryl and, Lynn? Yeah. And, and <laughs> strange she, bedfellows. Yeah, she and her cousin, um, or her manager, actually. Um, we, drove, we, didn't drive, we didn't drive all together, but we drove like, you know, in, in, in separate cars, and we drove cross country all the way back. And we stopped in St. Louis where um, her manager's mom lived. Um, and was it St. Louis? I'm pretty sure it was St. Louis. We stopped there and we made a couple other stops and we drove all the way. And that was the first and only time I ever drove cross country. 
And I never imagined it would be for that reason. Damn. Shit. That's crazy. Uh, No traffic. Mm. No traffic. It was was eerily calm and still. There's no traffic. And I remember hearing... Uh, them play this particular song a lot during our cross country ride. And it was a song by Enya. Uh, Sail away? No. Oh. That is not the right. No. Radio changed like for that for like yeah. two weeks. No. Yeah. They only play like Imagine. And there was that whole no no songs or the the no playlist. Yeah, which you know, is why which is why I OD'd on the Blueprint. Yeah, because it oh. came out that day. Yeah, yeah. It's ooh, Matt. Can yeah. you um? Do you remember? I'm sure you remember. Can you take us through where you were when you got the news about Mike? Yes, I was in Beverly Hills, and I was. I just dropped off a watch to get repaired. Mm. And my wife at that time called me and said, did you hear about Michael? I go, what are you talking about? I heard the news and I just... You knew? I was in shock, you know. I, I, I was just, you know. And yet, I wasn't, you know. And um, what I really remember uh, after that is is going through the preparations with Randy. Because Randy brought me in and he, he wanted me to help out um, with, the, uh, the with the memorial. And then we, we, we had a meeting at Ken Ehrlich's house, Randy, Ken, and I. And we started talking things you know, talking things through and, um, um, you know, to artists and so forth. And I remember thinking, well, it would be really nice if Steve sang, I never dreamed he'd leave in summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to was, change the channel. Which was yeah. deeply poetic because he did leave us in summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I remember going to, uh, I remember having private meetings, you know, with Randy, and I remember going down to LA Live, and it was the only time that I was in the LA Live executive building, you know, where all the offices were. And I remember having, we were, we had this meeting with Randy and, and Ken and um, uh, 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 Simon, what's Simon's first name? Um, who, no, uh, Zeidman, um He he's Zeidman. He's he's the uh, he's the uh, he basically runs he basically runs LA Live, Staples Center, and Microsoft Center. Uh, Lee Lee Zeidman, um, and uh, Liwicky wasn't there at that time. I don't think, but there were other executives, and we we, you know, they were we were discussing everything like, you know, how many tickets for family, how many tickets for VIPs, all this kind of stuff, everything, mm-hmm. you know? And then I remember um, meeting at, at Staples with the brothers in uh, a backstage room. And it was me and the brothers, Kenner, like Valdez flag, legendary stage manager, and maybe one other person. And we, we were just all sitting there and at, at different points, you know, one of the brothers would cry and, 
it was really, really heavy. And, and I remember also um, taking the walk through the underground tunnel from Staples to what is now Microsoft Center because there's this underground tunnel that connects the two because mm-hmm. um, uh, it was built that way for, you know, just as a cool thing for any artist that wanted to do double duty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Easy access, you know. And so we walked this underground tunnel from Staples to... Um, it was a different name then, but whatever. But so we go there and th- that was um, designed for the family to leave Staples to go to um, Microsoft Center uh, for the overflow of people who couldn't get into Staples. And they, oh, wow. they, it was designed for the, so the family was going to go. Uh, the, the original idea was that the family was going to go and thank them, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it. They didn't do it. We, we, we did a practice walk. But after it actually happened, they didn't do it. They, they just they didn't do it because it was it was like enough already. You know, it was like uh, you know with, with everything that went on, and um, and uh, so yeah, it was very heavy. And, and I remember um, I remember having a, a very very private moment with Marlon uh, at Havenhurst, and him, you know, we talked and and you know he cried on my shoulder. You know, um, very, very difficult. But, uh, you know, but I also remember, you know, at Staples when we were there going through things that Barry came over um, and we 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 all took pictures together, mm-hmm. Barry and the brothers and me and just all kinds of memories, you know. How can one <laughs> how can one be creative in a time like that? Because. You know, you have to go over arrangements and, okay, Mariah, what key do you want to sing in? And da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, call up musicians and background sound check. And you know what? That. You just do. You just do, man. I mean, I you know, uh, one thing Ehrlich is really good at is just forging through. Mm-hmm. No matter what, because he's had to. In all kinds, he's had, he's been hit with all kinds of last-minute things. Like, you know, uh, they were rehearsing the Grammys. like the day the, of. The Grammys? The Grammy thing where Rihanna you know, and thank Chris you. Rowe, thank you. God. Yeah. Oh, the Rihanna you Chris Rowe thing. I was the MD. Day. I, were I, you the MD? Jeez, I, I think I was. I, I know I was there. Dude. I know I was there. All right, to so give I think you I was, a backstory. So you talk, about, you talk about having to change on the fly? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And what, what was it? What? The backstory was that the Chris Brown-Rihanna thing just happened, okay. and that was the year they decided to let artists double up on things. So Timberlake had like two or three songs okay. and Chris Brown had two or three songs and Rihanna had two or three songs. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be like the first mashup thing of duets and yeah, yeah. multiple songs. Mm-hmm. But without Chris Brown, and Rihanna there, there was like space for five songs. And I never, two things happened that day, which mm-hmm. is the most surreal shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. One, Ehrlich and his whole crew, literally now it's about, mm, let's say an hour, 15 minutes. Until they realize that Brown and Rihanna are no yeah, show, both of them, yeah. so they're just scouring up the uh, scrambling. Yeah. Boys and men, can you sing? Let's say it together. Uh, Al Green, can you? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just grabbing people from the audience like this. Like this. We need, wow. we need a four like minute this. song. That so that whole thing of like uh, boys and men singing, let's stay together. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, and Justin not, and all that stuff. None of that shit was planned. No, shit. no. The, the superstition the thing with Stevie Wonder with the Jonas Brothers. With Jonas Steve, Brothers, yeah. None of that shit was wow. planned. But wait, here's the other funny thing. <laughs> so, uh, the 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 Coldplay controversy with Joe Satriani. Oh yeah, when they hit Jack the right Viva La Vida joint. So 
they had been running away from getting their summons from Satriana's people for like two months. So he had a plan. That's how they got. <laughs> he had a plan. He's like, yo, I'm gonna get the motherfuckers at the Grammys. When I tell you, you remember them old Keystone Caper things where like you watch the a case. Keystone cops. Are just yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah, like the cops wanted this. She's the cops. Room, room, room. <laughs> right. That's exactly what happened. Oh, that's funny. So you had the, the the people running this way to serve the papers and then Coldplay running this way. And then <laughs> wow. it was like you could have put Fly the Bumblebee to the shit I saw. <laughs> of just, really? Just, just, and to top it, oh God, I don't know if I should. We'll fuck. edit it out if we need to. No, just <laughs> no. I said all my stuff. No, no right. it's just the, the the end of the night. Um, you know, like artists are like very think of like a cat like an Oasis. You know, the, those guys like hey, I don't care about the Grammys. Like fuck yeah, the Grammys, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing. But um, uh, Tom York took losing to Coldplay very, very hard. Mm. Oh, really? And how hard? Um, a very emotional way. So okay. just to, that was the most surreal. <laughs> Dang. But to see, yeah, literally between Ehrlich just scrambling for people to yeah. sing shit yeah. and Coldplay and Satriani's. Uh, I had no idea that bit was going dog. on. Dog. <laughs> it was hysterical. the funniest day of my life. Wow. Yeah, it was funny. I'm glad somebody had something to laugh about that day. <laughs> well, it, it didn't. The thing was, we didn't. No, no, no. no. I know. I know. You didn't know what was happening, right? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like being in the the New York doing the blackout, right? Like in Detroit, I saw y'all. I knew y'all were in the blackout, but I don't think y'all like really knew because there was no TV to turn right. on to see. Yeah, right. You couldn't see. Right, we couldn't. <laughs> right, you couldn't be told you were in a blackout. But it was just like, oh, we heard like Rihanna's not coming. Like we didn't till I got home. Then we saw, oh shit, that yeah, happened. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the sort of the thing. Wow. So, uh, did we cover everything in your life? No, no, oh, we no. Did. not right. even close. You know, like what it's are we like a whole part two. Uh, yeah, I would part say part two. Yes this is already a two we part talk episode. About, like weird science and movies and shit. Oh, wow. You did weird. weird you scored weird science. I didn't score it. I did actually. I just did one thing. Okay. For a, a female artist who the the girl who did Private Joy. Shane, Shane, yeah, yeah. I did. She did I a did cover a, Prince. Yeah, yeah. And and I I sang the demo. Produced by Jimmy Iovine. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so somebody asked me to do. Uh, somebody asked me to do that. Uh, you know, produce that thing for that girl. So I did. I did Private Joy. Weren't you in the live scene of Streets of Fire? Were you in the band? No. No, okay. no I was in another movie, darling. Oh, which what movie? movie? <laughs> the only, my only. This is it? My only movie day but. I didn't do This Is It. Yeah, because Michael. Oh, you're right, right, right. You're right, you're right. Sorry. Okay. I was young. Uh-oh. Say it. But you haven't lived until you've been directed by Steven Spielberg. Thank oh. you. What movie? Oh, Chuching. Yes. Really? The Duke Joint. The Duke Joint. You were the piano player. Time to go. Time to go. We got two people. Time in the color purple. Wow. So Singler was in the color purple too. He's in the color purple. I was an extra in the color purple as well. I was six. What, were you a baby? Yeah. Yes. I was six. I was no one of the way. kids. I was one of the kids. The scene oh, where the circle. scene where she's hanging up clothes and yeah. she's saying, no, you got to fight. You got to what Celia and Eddie are talking. Yeah. And so then like a kid comes and runs through the sheet. 
And she like, y'all get on the way from here. I was no one of the kids. No way, that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I actually got, I'll show you a picture. Was like, yeah, Guys, dude. You're, you're not going to believe this, but also I was in a <laughs> okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You were the mailman? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was the mailman. He was with Miss Millie. You were the kid. Of the, you, were the, you were the kid. You were the, one of the kids of the owner of the general right, store. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You gonna wow. buy some yeah, girl? You said, yeah, yeah, you yeah, right, right. You gonna buy some girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have hey, paid for time to go. Time wait, to go. How many times did you do that? But guess what, though? Guess what? What? That's not even my voice doing time to go. Man. I, I was wondering. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I could, but I, I did that say is, it. Yeah. I did say it, but in the they final, in the overdubbing, pro- I guess it wasn't loud enough. What? So they had they had somebody else go, well, got to go. <laughs> but I did. That's me playing. Wow. Now, isn't that hysterical? Fucking yes. dope. So, awesome. so Laia, if, if you want a really good laugh, yeah. whip that out one night. You'll crack up. Two nights. Yeah. yeah. Got to go. You'll laugh yourself silly. Wait, Greg. Um, but that's how I met Oprah. Uh, what? And that's <laughs> how I met uh, Danny. Danny Glover, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how I met the cast of Wacky Characters. Mm. And, um, yeah. Wait. wait I, oh, there's another thing that I ooh. did that I'm very proud of. What? Yeah, that you probably didn't know I did. Okay. Thanks to Ken Ehrlich. Uh-huh. Oprah's final two shows. Thank uh-huh. you. Oh, man. Okay. Wait. What were her what? final two shows? An extravaganza with every star you've ever heard of in your entire life in the entire galaxy that she's ever interviewed that came out. Oh, to say goodbye and yeah, that stuff. So, what musical moment? Who who was the last? You MD'd whatever the musical moment was. Oh, I MD'd the whole thing. So, who was the last person did, to sing? I don't know who the last person was, but but um, probably my favorite segment was when we when we surprised it with Steve. Oh, okay. Because what happened was the setup was um, uh, Jamie, mm-hmm. um, you know, went to her and started you know talking all his smack and everything, and mm-hmm. he's he he would he started isn't she lovely right? So he started it. So we did a slow version, and that's me playing with him and everything. And then we we I, I do some. Um, some chord changes, uh, you know, some different chords to set up into the original key of Isn't She Lovely for Steve to rise out of the floor on a piano. Goes, Isn't she lovely? And she turns around and she goes, oh my God! <laughs> so that was, yeah. um, wait, I gotta ask. Do you, have you ever had as an MD mm-hmm. uh, a Murphy's Law moment? Um, where you... Everything could go wrong? Um... I, I don't like know. has a sequencer ever not worked on you know when jam is on at the intro or, <laughs> you know did you miss I, a if you can't feed your baby cue on that freeze yeah. or want to be starting something or oh i we probably did we probably had some you mean doing the bad tour well yeah i mean just in general or in like, general not not yeah probably but not to not anything that just stands out to where i go oh you won't believe this so I'm sure they they happened, but they they were mercifully far and few between. Oh, okay, okay. Well, wait. Greg, I'm I'm sorry. I really do want to know what you played on We Are the World. Like what instruments that you that you? Oh, just piano. You played. I played piano, piano and there, Lionel there, plays piano too, right? Yeah, but well, and to your point, yes, and he co-wrote the song, but no, he uh, he doesn't need to play it. He's but, one of the featured artists, so he doesn't need to play. So they had they there had were other synths and stuff there. Oh yeah, so uh, Quincy had a few of us. It was me, David Page, and I think, and there was one other one. I can't remember who they're going to kill me though. But 
But I played piano. Paige played, um, you know, electric piano, I think, or other instruments. And there was a third keyboardist as well. Extremes. So there were a bunch of us. No, well, just other synths. Not strings, but yeah. So there were, I'm pretty sure, three keyboard players, and I, I did the piano. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, Brother Greg. Amir. You man. you gave us. This has been did I give it? Did amazing, I bring it? Dog, you, you brought it. You brought the stories. You brought the drama. My you brought the mystery. Sweating. Well, you know what? <laughs> but it takes someone as um, nerdy and as knowledgeable as you are and your fine team, let me just say right now, <laughs> you guys are Thank really you. wonderful. Thank you. Even Thank Steve. You so much. And I must say, <laughs> I must say, I don't know. Okay, okay no, I get it. No, I get it. Bodily and, function, that's all. I know, I get it. And I have to pee right now, but I must say, <laughs> me too. I had no idea that I would be here for over three hours, yeah. but like, I have enjoyed every second of it. It's felt like three minutes and... Uh, blessings to you all, and I really Same appreciate you. Man. you yeah, thank you. Doing just this. thank you for yeah, just for all your contributions, all your music, just yeah. for raising all of us. Thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. Yeah. Well, Very thank kind. you. On behalf of uh, Sugar Steve and uh, Unpaid, well, well, he's not here. On In behalf, spirit. on behalf of Sugar Steve and Boss Bill and Fontigolo and Laia, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to Tell say us. thank you. Uh, Greg and this is Questlove Questlove Supreme and we will see you on the next go round only on Pandora Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio this classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora for more podcasts from iHeartRadio visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you. Where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.